This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 145. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. As always, very, very happy to have you here. If you're new to the show, then welcome. This is the place where you get twice weekly doses of language learning motivation and inspiration so that you can become a better language learner. Now, uh, there was the, the Polyglot Conference was taking place in um, Thessaloniki, Greece, this last weekend. And I didn't make it, unfortunately, but I've been <laughs> on Facebook. I've been seeing dozens of photos from the event that looks fantastic. It's going to be held in Reykjavik, Iceland next year. So if you fancy going to a language conference, I'll be there for sure. Um, and meeting others who are also interested in language learning, then, you know, now's the time. You've got a year to get your act together and you can go to polyglotconference.com to find more information about that. Very happy to support Richard and Alex who organized that event. Now, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. And if you're looking for a language teacher, there is no better place than the sponsors who are italki and italki you have language teachers from all over the world extremely convenient you can get lessons over skype from the comfort of your own home and to get a free lesson you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson now today we're going to be talking about a question that came in through facebook actually from ashley and ashley asks the following i have a question about finding language partners online and staying safe with all the people out there who aren't necessarily honest. I recently had someone reach out to me outside of the group who wanted to practice English. I initially said I'd help, but my boyfriend was concerned that he may not be safe to talk to. How do you weed through this stuff? Do you just exercise discernment? Or do you find it's less of an issue for you since you're a man? I tend to think most people, I tend to think of most people as being honest and I love making new connections, especially with foreigners, but I know I still need to be careful. Any insight would be greatly appreciated. I don't want to always be turning people down for safety reasons. Actually, thank you for this question. As a guy, it's not something that I ever really think about. Um, I have to be honest, but I am aware that for women, it is a different story and, um, so I think it's a really good question, and at least half of the people listening to this are going to be uh, wondering that, or will have wondered that at some point. So it is uh, something that I'm definitely keen to explore, to the extent that I have something to say on on the on the matter. You know, making connections with people, as you say, is part of the real joy of language learning. If you're learning a language, I think actually I believe you're learning Japanese, although I might be I might be wrong about that. But you know, as a someone who's learning a language and you want to be able to reach out and communicate with people obviously that's the joy of language learning for me as a guy i have language partners who are both men and women i've had a whole bunch of them in the past um, never had any problems obviously some exchanges have been more successful than others but that's purely from a, a linguistic perspective now it's also undeniable that some people you meet online in language exchange sites or whatever are going to be looking for a bit more than just um, grammar practice. I mean, listen, you're dealing with real people. As I've said before, it's, it's, it's real life. I mean, the fact that it's, that you're meeting people through the internet, I mean, the internet's an amazing resource. I've met some of, you know, some of my closest friends these days I've met 
online through connecting through shared interests like language learning, for example, who have then gone on to meet in real life and become close friends with. Um, the internet's an amazing resource, but you can't um, get away from the fact that it's also real life. And I think the, the really the, the only sensible advice here is that you need to treat it as if it was real life. So, you know, if you met someone through a... Uh, a newspaper ad or if you met someone in a bar or in a cafe you know i think you have to exercise the same amount of of caution but it kind of depends what you're looking at doing i think now i'm not sure from your question actually whether you are talking about meeting chatting with people on skype or whether it's actually face to face and i think there is a big difference here the 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 thing that i always do and i do this actually obviously for linguistic reasons when I'm having a new language exchange with somebody. But what I always do is I will usually talk to that person quite a lot in advance over email or over messaging or or something like that. And I tend to ask, what I tend to talk about is how do you want to run this exchange? What, What isn't helpful usually is just meeting someone and then saying, oh, let's have an exchange calling on Skype and then, um, you know, to seeing what happens. I think the best language exchanges are structured because both people understand how to make the most out of their time. So the thing that I always do is to have that that kind of correspondence before you ever actually meet. And the thing about that is it does reveal a lot about the person. You know, you can very quickly tell if someone's serious by the way that they correspond with you. And on that basis, I think, you know, having messaged back a little bit, trusting your gut is then probably fine certainly for um for for talking on on skype now i did a bit of research on this and there are people who recommend doing things like having a separate skype a kind of private skype account that you just use for language exchange um having a starting up a new gmail account that you just use for these things so that you're kind of protecting your identity it's up to you if you do that i mean i don't know i would i sometimes come across people who are clearly you know using a using a fake name having a a, a, a photo that's not them, um, they're extremely vague with their any details about themselves, and I, personally, I don't like it because it just feels like, you know, what, why, what, why should we bother if if you're putting up so many barriers? I mean, you know, I just want to talk, so you know, I do find that a bit frustrating. Uh, however, you know, that's something that you could consider. I, I don't know the extent to which your security as, is at risk if you use your real email address and your real Skype name. I mean, providing you don't publicly give out your address and your workplace and things like that, then I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure uh, what the potential risks are, although I, I'm perfectly prepared to be corrected on that. So I, as far as I'm concerned, I think trusting your gut after a certain amount of correspondence Forehand is, is absolutely fine for for meeting someone on Skype, and you know, just be, just make sure to set the thing up as a language exchange. Talk about what you want to get out of it, and I think if the other person doesn't play along, then you'll find out very quickly. So at least in the worst case, you know you can you can cut your losses and say, look, this is not the right person, and you don't waste too much time. Now, if you're meeting face to face, it's probably a slightly different story, and you just need to obviously exercise the same caution as you would with any other type of you know any time any other time you might meet someone who you don't know i think the same approach would apply it you know messaging back and forth talking about how you want to run the exchange is going to give you enough kind of evidence about you know to 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 determine is this person 
um, is this person, uh, you know, are they, are they reasonable? Are they, I mean, the fact that they're kind of educated and can write well doesn't necessarily mean that they're safe, but it, again, you're just kind of working through different possibilities, right? And giving yourself the best opportunity to make a decision. And then if you do meet someone face to face, just make sure to meet in a public place and you're, you're almost certainly fine. So those are my thoughts on it. I realize that, um, there may be thing, there may be people out there with experience, much more direct experience of this than me. So I would really like to enlist everybody's help here. If you are a woman and you'd like to comment on this, you'd like to give some, some advice, um, perhaps mention something that's happened to you, um, anything that you think might help Ashley in this decision, then please do. Um, the comments will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 145. I'd really love to hear from you, and it'd be great if we could start a little discussion on this as well. The um, the group that Ashley was referring to in her question is my Facebook group. I have a private um, Facebook group for people who who um, listen to the blog, uh, listen to the podcast, and follow the blog. And if you'd like to join that, you can just go to Facebook and search for um, Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. You'll find the group. Just ask to join and I'll accept you. And what I'm actually going to do right now is start a discussion in that group to see what else we can, um, you know, to get some more advice from people out there because I think it's really useful and can definitely help some people. So definitely come and leave a comment over on the podcast and join the Facebook group so where we can continue this discussion. I think it's really great. So thanks for your question, Ashley. I hope that was helpful. I mean, I think you really do need to, you you do need to meet people. You do need to make connections. That's the way to really be successful with languages and, um, you know, over the, over the longer term. So good luck with that. I hope it works out for you. If you have been enjoying the podcast and you'd like to help me out, then I would really appreciate you leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes. It really helps other people find the show and um, let let them know what to expect. If you'd like to do that, you can go to iTunes and just search for the podcast. I will teach you a language. And then it's very clear there where you can leave a review. Uh, That would be really fantastic. I'm going to start reading out some reviews on the show from time to time as well. So if you do leave a review there, you might get featured on the show. Who knows? Thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.